my friends, to a new day and a new you. This is Sherry Turner. I am here to encourage, educate, and help you to a healthier place in your life. Let's briefly review last week's Hydrate for a Healthy Body. In the episode, we discussed how much water is actually in your body. The overall average is your body is made up of 55 to 60% water. We also discussed where water is stored in our bodies. Two-thirds of body water is stored in our cells, in our body organs, and our bones. We then touched on reasons we need water in our body. It helps regulate body temperature. It moistens tissues. It lubricates our joints. It protects body tissues and organs. It prevents constipation and flushes waste from our system. It dissolves minerals and nutrients, carries oxygen, and water is part of the fluid that surrounds and protects our brain and the baby in the womb. And these are just to name a few. We then determined how much fluid we need to take in each day. The equation was weight in pounds divided by two. That equals the ounces that we need to drink every day. And then we looked at drinks we intake daily to see if we're getting nutritional benefit from them or if they were empty calories. So now we can be wise when we hydrate and choose our drinks. I have total faith in you. So now let's shift to our topic, your first fuel. In past episodes, you have heard me compare your bodies to a car. We would never start out on a long day trip without checking the fuel gauge and possibly filling it up. If you do not, you chance the result of running out of gas and being stranded. The same can happen to your body. You need to refill your energy engine after a night of sleep. Your first fuel may be at 4 a.m. or 11 a.m. The point is, you just need to fuel. Let's take a look at a few positive reasons to first fuel. Number one, kids and adults get more fiber, vitamin A and C, calcium, iron, riboflavin, zinc in their diets than those who skip the first fuel. Our goal is to build healthy bodies and healthy minds. Number two, fueling first helps mental alertness. We have better concentration improve memory, and problem-solving skills. Several studies suggest that first fueling may help children do better in school by improving their memory, concentration, problem-solving ability, test scores, school attendance, and their overall mood. Number three, first fueling replenishes your blood glucose and your glycogen. Blood sugar or glucose is the main sugar found in your blood. It comes from the food you eat and is your body's main source of energy. Your blood carries glucose to all your body's cells to use for energy. That's how they get their fuel. But how does the glucose get into the cells? That is the role of insulin. Insulin helps regulate the blood sugar levels. After you eat, carbohydrates break down into glucose, a sugar that is the body's primary source of energy. We just said that. Glucose then enters the bloodstream. The pancreas responds by producing insulin which allows glucose to enter the body cells to provide the energy. I think of it as the key to unlock the cell. After you eat, when insulin levels are high, excess glucose is stored in the liver in the form of glycogen. Between meals, when the insulin levels are low, the liver releases glycogen into the bloodstream in the form of glucose. This keeps blood sugar levels within a narrow, steady range. I know that was a lot of information, but I feel if you know how your body works, you will feel your body properly. Another reason that it's important to first fuel is to improve your metabolism. Research suggests that eating whole grain cereal 
and milk may help the body better regulate insulin levels. Remember, insulin is the key that unlocks the cell. Whole grains improve insulin sensitivity, according to a study appearing in American Journal of Clinical Nutrition. Insulin sensitivity is a measure of the body's efficiency in clearing sugar from the bloodstream. Individuals with better insulin sensitivity have reduced risks of diabetes, heart disease, stroke, and cancer. The Insulin Resistance and Atherosclerosis Study included 978 middle-aged adults with either normal or impaired glucose tolerance. Participants whose diets included the most whole-grain foods, such as dark breads, whole wheat, rye, pumpernickel, bran, granola cereals, and cooked cereals, had significantly better insulin sensitivity compared to those who tended to skip the foods. The effect of whole grains appears to come mostly from the fiber and magnesium. Another positive reason to first fuel is that fueling decreases unplanned or not controlled snacking of high calorie or low nutrient foods. And the last is eating at the family table. Your kids are more likely to eat if you do. Yes, you have to plan and maybe get up a little earlier, but the family table as we discussed in earlier podcasts, has many benefits, both physically and mentally. You can start the day with family planning and even a devotion. So what do we make for the first fuel? I have broken it down into quick and planned ideas. Here are some quick ideas. Peanut butter on whole grain toast. Maybe iron fortified, not the sugar cereal, with milk or almond milk. Try some oatmeal, grits, cream of wheat with fresh fruit mixed in. Maybe a whole grain waffle with peanut butter or applesauce or a small bit of maple syrup. Or you can create your own. What about cottage cheese and fresh fruit? Or a hard-boiled egg and a piece of fruit? Greek yogurt with a small amount of dried fruit, bran cereal, or berries. Or you can just do a simple piece of fruit like a banana or grapefruit. You can also try a healthy protein bar, but please watch the sugar and the fat content. I tend to like the Lara bars because they have five or less ingredients and they're all natural. Now in the mornings when you have a few more minutes, here are some planning ideas. A smoothie with yogurt, ice, almond milk, fresh fruit, and protein powder. Or a layered yogurt parfait. You can always make that the night before. How about an omelet with whole grain toast and fruit? A whole wheat pita with scrambled egg and cheese. Overnight oats, and I'll put that recipe on the website. What about a breakfast taco that has eggs, veggies, and cheese? How about expanding your comfort zone with a breakfast cookie? I'll put a recipe on the website for a good cookie. Expanding your horizons, let's look at the leftovers that are in the refrigerator and incorporate those into a breakfast dish. Pulling in last week's lesson, please include water with your first meal. We need to hydrate early and often. So now we have some great ideas, but how do we make the first meal work in a hectic morning routine? Let's plan the meals for the week. Put the schedule where everyone can see and get your kids involved in planning, preparing, and executing. Make sure to add the needed first meal supplies to your shopping list. Set the table before you go to bed. Get key non-refrigerated ingredients out so it flows in the morning. Put the refrigerated items to be used in the front for quick grabbing. You can always do a sack first meal labeled with the family's name for a grab-and-go. And then, when you have more time, use your healthy cookbooks and family recipes for new ideas. My hope is that you see and understand the importance of the first meal. In this busy world, you need to make it a priority, not only for your health, but also your family's health. 
I want to focus now on a food that can be used as a first meal or as a snack. Let's take a look at yogurt. Yogurt starts as fresh milk or cream. It is often pasteurized, then fermented with various live bacteria cultures, incubated at a specific temperature to encourage bacteria growth. The culture ferments the lactose, which is the natural sugar found in milk. This produces lactic acid, which gives yogurt its distinctive flavor. Yogurt provides our bodies with protein, calcium, potassium, magnesium, B vitamins, and vitamin D. And one of the best benefits I feel is that many yogurts provide probiotics that help with our gut health. Only yogurts with the live and active cultures seal contain probiotics. Yogurt products that go through heat treatments have no active bacteria because it kills them, reducing the health benefits. Yogurt covered raisins are an example. Now in a future podcast, we will discuss probiotics. You can get overwhelmed in the dairy section looking at yogurts. So do we choose Greek or regular, low fat or whole milk? Here are a few facts to help you decide which is best for you. There are regular, low fat, and non-fat yogurts. Here is what makes them different. Regular yogurt is made from whole milk with at least 3.25% milk fat. Low-fat yogurt is made from low-fat milk or part skim milk. It contains 0.5 to 2% milk fat. Non-fat yogurt is made from skim milk and it has less than 0.5% milk fat. You will see light, L-I-T-E or L-I-G-H-T yogurt. That has 50% reduction in fat than regular yogurt or one-third less calories. The next is fruit on the bottom or flavored yogurts. Read the labels for high sugar content. Other words for sugar are pure sugar, sucrose, high fructose corn syrup, fruit juice, cane sugar, or agave nectar. This group of yogurts, I would definitely limit the amount you'd eat. The next group to look at are Greek yogurts, which have a creamy or a rich texture. They are made by further straining regular yogurt to remove the liquid whey. Most Greek yogurts have twice the protein than regular yogurts, but the calcium can be less. We now look at kefir, K-E-F-I-R, which is a liquid yogurt for drinking. It contains great probiotics. In the Turner household, we drink one-fourth to one-half cup of kefir twice a day to help with our gut health. The next group is skier which is similar to Greek yogurt, but it's an Icelandic style yogurt that is dense, creamy, and high in protein. Compared to regular yogurt, skier requires four times the amount of milk to make and contains two to three times more protein. We must pay attention to the yogurt flavored products, packaged products like cereals and bars claiming to be made with real yogurt. Yogurt-covered raisins and other products with yogurt coatings contain only a small amount of yogurt powder. Yogurt powder is heat-treated, and heat kills the beneficial bacteria. Yogurt coatings are made of sugar, oil, whey, and yogurt powder. So take note that if it is a yogurt flavoring, it may not be the best for you. The last group are frozen yogurts. They are often seen as healthy alternatives to ice cream, but many frozen yogurts contain the same amount of sugar or more as regular ice cream. According to the National Yogurt Association, not all frozen yogurts contain live and active cultures. Remember, some use heat-treated yogurts, 
which kills the live and active cultures. To help customers identify yogurts with live and active cultures, the National Yogurt Association has implemented the Live and Active Culture, which is LAC, it's a seal, found on the product container. If you do not see the seal, it does not have live and active cultures. A positive note is that yogurt has a low lactose content. So a person with a lactose intolerance will likely find it more tolerable than milk. It also contains bacteria that aids that digestion. So what are the best yogurts that you should try? Here are a few that I like. Number one is Siggy's Icelandic Skier. And that is spelled S-I-G-G-I, Icelandic and S-K-Y-R. It is creamy and thicker than Greek yogurt. It is low in added sugar and contains live active bacteria to help promote gut health. The next one I promote is Fage Total Greek Yogurt, F-A-G-E. It contains more protein than regular yogurt and has a thicker texture. It's a great swap for sour cream and it works wonders in smoothies. Another great is Chiobani yogurt, which is low in sugar. It's 14 grams of protein, helps keep you satisfied longer. The Yoplait Light are really good. They have lots of good tasty flavors. One of my favorites is Dan and Oiko's Triple Zero Greek Nonfat Yogurt. It is known for being free of added sugars, artificial sweeteners, and fat. It is the yogurt of choice for my daughter-in-law, Alexa, and my grandson, Lincoln. So I know it's the best. Another great yogurt by Dannon is Light and Fit Greek Nonfat Yogurt. It has zero artificial sweeteners, and the plain yogurt contains only two ingredients, cultured nonfat milk and gut-healthy active cultures. Not only does it taste great, it is great for you. If your yogurt of choice is not on there, check the food label. Make sure it doesn't have a lot of the added sugar, and also that it includes the live and active culture label. In review today, we identified the benefits of fueling your body some point in the morning to fit your busy schedule. We gave a few ideas for quick as well as planned meals. This is where you and your family can be creative. It does not have to be the typical breakfast food items. Balance, portion sizes, and your imagination can add up to a healthy beginning to your day. We included some planning ideas for stress-free prep. We then shifted to a great first meal or snack option, yogurt, what it is, defining the different types, and then recommending some better choices for your shopping. My hope is that this podcast was filled with basic ideas to help you make great health choices. Incorporating today's first fuel tips with what we've learned in the previous weeks on hydration, planning, and shopping we can now reflect on areas we need to improve, replace the unhealthy habits or lack of planning for healthier ones with planning, and reinforce over time your new life plan of health, organization, and balance. You are doing a fabulous job. Now let's bump up your move goal this week to 25 minutes a day for five days or 8,000 steps a day. Remember, every step counts. So to close, the most effective way to do it is to do it. That's a quote by Amelia Earhart, and it is so true. Believe in today. Believe in yourself. Keep going. It's a new day, and you are a new you. Have a fabulous week.